0: Who said anything about a fight to the death? I can forgive such a display only once. Challenge was given and lawfully accepted. It has begun. Let no one interfere. And now it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast.
1: Hey everybody, Chris Honeywell here. Um, you know, usually I don't get all fucking ranty about nerd stuff. At least not in a serious get-my-blood-up way. But I'm fucking pissed right now. I'm sitting at home with my adrenaline pumping, just fucking pissed. And I've been thinking about why I'm pissed and what to do about it, so I'm gonna get it out right now, and, uh, I just had a fucking great day of garage saling, went out, had a great meal, came home, everything's all right, and this is the same fucking story for everybody, right? You get home, everything's great, you pop up Facebook, and, um, uh, you know, somebody's posted up, uh, I think it was Andy from Hey Kids Comics, there was, uh, um, article that somebody wrote that said Star Trek is broken, this is how to fix it now I didn't read that article because I already know the thesis of the article and I pretty much know what they're gonna say that needs to be fixed in it it's glaringly obvious and it's something that Star Trek fans know and see that's why they're bitching not that they're always bitching, not always not that they're they're always bitching but there's definitely been a a more profound level of bitching since In the Darkness and deservedly so the movie was a piece of shit basically when I saw it it was bearable and it's just gone downhill as I've put you know whatever small amount of thought power it is to it and um, what got me pissed is um, Bob Orsi or Orky I'm, I'm assuming it's Orsi um, one of the writers, the screenwriters for Into Darkness and this is <laughs> once again, this is not unusual. He gets, he gets his, you know, um, knickers in a twist because somebody's calling to task his skills as a writer which <laughs> hey, you know y- you write a shitty script, you're gonna get cr- criticism for it and um so i'm gonna i'm gonna read uh one of the responses and this was on you know of course a message some some message board or you know or um trekmovie.com published the article and, and well anyway, who cares where it was anyway he was blabbing out you know he he decided he had to to um you know get his opinion in on us, which is totally cool. he wrote it and somebody's criticizing it. Alright, that's what the internet's for, respond. So, what does he say? Um, here's here's the first quote they have in um, this article I'm reading. Um, quote, I think the article above is akin to a child acting out against his parents. Makes it tough for some to listen, but since I am a loving parent, I read these comments without anger or resentment or no matter how misguided. So that's, unquote. So that's pretty patronizing anyway. Having said that, two biggest Star Treks in a row with best reviews is hardly a description of Broken, and frankly, your tone and attitude make it hard for me to listen to what might otherwise be decent notions to pursue in the future. As I love to say, there's a reason why I get to write the movies, and you don't. Wow, what an asshole. And I shouldn't say that because I'm planning to work with you, Bob Orsi, in the near future. At maybe your home or maybe a hotel room or something. But I plan on having working with you. And uh l- let's get into this a little more. So he goes on with another quote somebody um compared into darkness with Raiders of the Lost Ark for some reason. And he says Star Trek Into Dark- Darkness has infinitely more social commentary than Raiders in every universe. And I say that with Harrison Ford being a friend. Woo You lose credibility big time when you don't honestly engage with the fucking writer of the movie asking you an honest question. You prove the cliche of shitty fans and rude in the process. So as Simon Pegg would say, fuck off. And then he he goes on at some point to invite people, if they have better story ideas, to go ahead and pitch him. All right. A... If you send some Hollywood screenwriter a pitch and he reads it, that's bullshit anyway. They don't read pitches because if he steals that pitch and you, you know, he's just inviting you to sue him. So, in order to avoid all that bullshit, I'm I'm making a proposition, and this is where I'm going to need every Tutu Freak listener every freak out there and all your freak friends to uh and you know I never mobilize our freak army I never I never come out and say oh please here's something that has to be done but here here I'm coming tears in my eyes Glenn Beck style to plead to you wailing and gnashing my teeth get me in a room with fucking Bob Orsi and I will fucking start pitching Star Trek stories. I'll start pitching them like a fucking electric baseball pitching machine, man. And and just so to make it official, I want to get paid for this. Two months pay, Bob Orky. You can pay it out of your pocket if you want. All I ask is you pay my rent and you buy me some McDonald's. Just enough to survive for two months. We could maybe even do it in a month, but... Ah, judging by the last two movies let's make it two months and um, we're going to need we're not even going to need some DVDs we're just going to sit down, we're going to watch some Star Trek the original Star Trek which I'm sure you've done and some Star Trek The Next Generation and then I'll start pitching you ideas and and that won't take long that'll be the first stage, that'll just be a few days we can sit down, pitch a few come up with a few ideas and then we'll start writing the script And, you know, I'm not just whistling out my ass here either. I can write a Star Trek script. Um, I'm not out in Hollywood writing scripts like you, but that's because at some point in my artistic career, I decided I wanted to avoid Hollywood and the Hollywood bullshit as much as possible. But maybe on hindsight, that was a bad idea because... People like Bob Orsi are walking around going, hey, I get to pitch Star Trek, blah, blah, blah. I get to script Star Trek, why don't you? There's a reason for that. And saying stuff like, oh, well, it got good reviews and made a lot of money. You tell me it's, it's, uh, it's broken. Well, if as a money-making machine, no, Star Trek isn't broken. And as uh, getting people into the seats of the theater... No, it isn't broken, but it's on its way to that. You're definitely going to get diminishing <laughs> diminishing returns if it keeps going in this direction because you are going to lose Star Trek fans and you, you're going to lose your regular Joe theater watcher too because these are not movies that stand the test of time. Why don't... You want to make a movie that stands the test of time Because it obviously wasn't attempted in this It was made as a flash in the pan And to be a workable adventure story And in that you succeeded The critics liked it because A. Most critics don't aren't really big Star Trek fans But you named it Star Trek And I admit you guys tried Okay, You tried to put fan stuff in but you don't understand it. I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't want to sound condescending, but I really don't give a fuck because you're obviously being very condescending about your writing skills. I can do it too. You don't understand Star Trek. You don't understand it at all, Bob Orsi. You, 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 you don't. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be snarky. It's up there on the screen. And then the first movie. Uh, if you listen to my reviews of it, I don't trash that movie. I, I, I was, it was kind of passable. The, Into the Darkness was not... It was a fail, man. It was a fail. It was poor writing. I'm sorry. I like good writing. It was an action movie, and it got people excited. And ten minutes after they were out of the theater, they're forgetting everything about it. You know? There's not people discussing this movie in any kind of positive way, as you see. And... I think you care about that because you're getting all, fuck your feathers all in a fucking ruffle on it over the in the internet. You're getting all wound up and telling people you know Harrison Ford and you're the writer of the movie and you're a benevolent parent and all that. It's obviously touched a nerve somewhere, right? Right? Or you wouldn't be writing that, you know? I mean, obviously there's the the instant hot-headedness of the internet that, that just sits there waiting for you to... You know, and I say you as referring to everybody to just, you know, take your first gut reaction and and, uh, start ranting and raving as I'm doing now. But I want to start a campaign and we'll use this podcast as a starting point. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, tell your friends about it. Have them pass it along. Have them pass along somehow, somewhere, somewhere along line. Maybe Harrison Ford'll hear it. He's friends with Bob Orsi, and they can, uh, and they can have Bob Orsi listen to it. And I know I sound like an asshole because I'm pissed, and I'm I'm sort of tit for tat with your tone on there. And I don't know you from uh, you know a million assholes in a room, so I can't really judge whether you're a good guy, or a bad guy. I can judge your writing <laughs> from experience. But I'll say, yes, you've made a lot of money for a movie studio with your writing. But the Police Academy movies made a lot of money for a studio. And, you know, maybe that movie didn't make a lot of money because of your writing. Maybe it made a lot of money because of the actors. You've got these wonderful actors here. You know, the Star Trek fans are watching this movie going, you've got the characters. These people feel like the characters to us. They've got it. Those actors have got it. Those actors have probably sat down and watched a million hours of Star Trek and watched the characters and have through osmosis absorbed the essence of their characters to an extent. Um, And then within the script, they bring about, they bring their characters to life. They need a Star Trek story around them. We need to see them in a Star Trek story around them. It's a fucking shame that you've got this. You've got the franchise. It's there. Just do it. Just get me to Hollywood. You don't even have to get me to Hollywood. We've got fucking Skype. And if you want to Skype, I'll do it for free. I want no credit. I want no recompense on the movie. Uh, No residuals. Nothing. I don't want my name up on the screen. You don't even have to mention my name to anybody. As a matter of fact with all with a full clear conscience you can tell people i wrote star trek 3 and it, you, if you win your oscar i'll i'll sit at home watching you and and clap and say and send you a letter saying congratulations not that a star trek movie is ever going to win an oscar even if it has an oscar winning script but that's my pitch i'll 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 write you Star Trek stories all day, all night, as long as you want. real Star Trek stories. Uh, I, I I can tell you exactly where you went wrong, and I will be the most sunny, shine, zippity doodah whistling out my asshole guy in the world. I'll be so thrilled to meet you and to talk to you and to help you. I'll sit you down on my knee just like I was Yoda and I'll stroke your hair and I'll tell you exactly what Star Trek is and then we'll go out and we'll make a real Star Trek movie it'll be an entertaining adventure movie it'll have all the characters in it it'll have the character beats it'll have the kind of story that Star Trek fans like and that real people like it will be a science fiction story it will also not be boring and it might even be lower budget than the other two necessarily had to be with all the flash but without a lack of action or drama it can be done you can have all of those elements. You just don't need the superficial elements. You can put the other elements in there. And guess what? People will still go see it. As a matter of fact, when the critics see it and they got something to sink their teeth in, they'll bring more people to it. When it has something, a story that people can vibe on, man. And just, just, just... To bring a little analogy here, when you're talking about your successful Star Trek movie and, and being a critical and financial success, let's let's just talk about um oh let's name him Rascally Dan. Rascally Dan's a sorta of hippie sorta of guy. He's sort of down-to-earth and good-natured and everybody loves him in his neighborhood and he goes out on his hippie bike one day and he rides around and he crashes and he hits his head and all of a sudden he has totally no idea who he is and he goes home and he's still got all his Rascally Dan clothes and his Rascally Dan house but he starts being a businessman. And he becomes a very successful businessman and everybody who knows him in his new life loves him but his old friends see him and it just ain't rascally Dan it's got rascally Dan's tie-dye on but it just ain't rascally Dan it's some other guy that's what into darkness is into darkness is rascally Dan with amnesia so let's just leave it at that and um um call me My phone number is 585 coplure, and I'm looking forward to your message.
0: You can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing, and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today.
1: If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2 True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Welcome to Amazon. I love you. <laughs> Visit our brand new website at
0: twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Join our forum at forumforgeeks.com Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of...